In a world where full-length motion pictures exist, two men have the power to navigate their stories. Join Jeff and Michael as they attempt to recall some of their favorite movie memories. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Movie Memories Podcast, hosted by myself, Michael, and Jeff. That's right. Michael and I are going to challenge each other each week to recall our favorite movies from memory. It won't be a movie we've seen recently, and we won't know the movie ahead of time. Then we'll go rewatch the movie, talk about parts that we missed, talk about our favorite parts, and maybe even talk about things that we didn't know beforehand. So sit back, relax, and see if you can rise to the challenge. Hello, Michael. Hello, sir. How are you doing in this glorious day? I'm good. I'm good. It's a nice morning to be recording. <laughs> nice morning to be recording. And so it I got, won't be boring. <laughs> I got this movie for you. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm already nervous. <laughs> don't be nervous. Why not? I don't know. It's, it's not terrible mo- Like okay. It's not terrible to recall, but it might be. Okay. We'll see when you start. Um, here's a clue. Do you like electric cars? Just in general, the concept sure. of electric cars. Sure. sure. Yeah. 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 yeah you Why like not? electric cars? Okay. What, okay. what? What kind of electric car do you like? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> think, think company. Think. Think the company. Oh. Name. Company name. Or or rather, electric the model, car? model of car, rather, is I guess. Better. Are you are you are you are you baiting me into saying Tesla? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. You Continue. Know what it is? I don't know. I have a guess, but go what's ahead. Your, what's your guess? Um, the Prestige. Yes. <laughs> Damn. That's the Prestige. Oh man. <laughs> You're. I I do like this movie. It is one of my favorite movies. It's a good Christopher Nolan, and the twist is good, and it helps that you know you've got Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale in it, like great actors. Yeah, but that's a it's a <laughs> it's gonna be hard to get things right in order. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> there is quite a bit of time there, time jumps. I watched this and I thought the very same thing because I was like, oh. The amount of stuff that happens just in the beginning, yeah, is a lot. Oh my so, gosh! I'm and I'm. I can picture a lot of the scenes and all the the, the magic act, the disappearing man, and mm-hmm. like all that stuff, the ball, and I, and I know the reveal, I know the twist, mm-hmm. but imagining, I can't even begin to think of the very first scene. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I can't even think of the very beginning. But I, I, kinda, could, I could probably get through most of the movie. Let me, let me try and nudge you into it. So, so be, the opening scene. This is the Chris, like. This uh, is Christopher Nolan. Yeah, Prestige, Christopher Nolan. 2006. Prestige. Yeah. Um, film. And. Uh, that came out almost, almost the same year and almost same month as The Illusionist. I know. That really bothered me. When those yeah. movies came out, I was like, why? <laughs> yeah, like somebody had to have been told like. Yeah. Hey, like, oh, they're making the prestige. We got to do the illusionist. Yeah. Because... Or 
they should someone in marketing should be like hey we should probably postpone releasing this for another six months or something no, like that because said they want to compete because clearly the christopher nolan movie with the huge segment and, Chris, and christian bale are going to out compete yes um and ed norton and i don't even know who directed the illusionist i don't either i just yeah. remember it was him and uh jessica biel yes right? yeah, i think yeah, it was yeah. jessica biel yeah and yeah, yeah and, like and scojo is in the prestige so mm-hmm. Scarjo. Yeah, Scarjo. Scarjo. <laughs> Scar- Scarjo? Scar- Scarjo. J-Lo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This. Anyway. Um, anyway. Uh, opening, opening shot. Yeah, can you help me at least with that? Opening shot. Uh, are you watching closely? Just shows all the hats. In the field. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then immediately cut to Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Michael uh, Talking about uh, a good magic trick you know, it comes into three parts. Is it a monologue and, over yeah, something? A monologue yeah. over him showing uh, Jess, the little girl, uh, the magic trick where he makes the the bird disappear. Okay, yes, the in the attic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it's it's intertwined with the scene of uh, Hugh Jackman stepping into the machine. And Christian Bale is going under the stage. Okay. So, so it is showing the future. It's showing like, you know, the turning point. Yes. The the turning point. Yes. uh, The reason why Alfred Borden, that's uh, Christian Bale's name. Yeah. Alfred. He, he he gets convicted or like he goes to jail for his murder because he drops into the tank, the water tank. And he tries to save him. Yes. Right. He can't. He uses a wrench and he's hitting the, yes. the glass with it. Um, but during that, Michael Caine's talking about the three acts. Yes. Like, the, yeah, the pledge. The pledge. The turn. The right? turn. And then the and prestige. Then the prestige which is the. Bring it back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, I can I can picture it all now, but but it is. Uh, you're, you're right. Like. <laughs> It's a fairly linear story for the most part through this most of the movie. But yeah, you've already it's one of those movies that's kind of almost reveals the end to you. OK, now, how did we get there? Mm-hmm. And then whenever the end comes up, there is a lot of like flashbacks because it's this big reveal of the twist of like, how right. was all of this done? So and it's supposed to be in the order of the trick, right? Like that's the whole point is the story is told that way. It's told through two different diaries. Right. So Borden, I believe it starts with him reading uh, Angier's diary. He gets it in the prison. Yes. And he's reading what, uh, like what Angier's doing. Yeah. And then Angier is also reading Borden's diary. Correct. And while they're reading both diaries, that's when it goes back into the past and it's showing what happened. Yes. Do Most of remember? it's done through Borden's. Yeah, in prison. Like, uh, yeah, he's reading he's Angier's. Yeah. Most of it's Angier's point of view. Yeah. Until the end when Angier finally gets his hands on his yeah, diary. Every, everything after Angier going to Colorado is what uh, Borden's reading, more or less. He's reading right. that portion of his life. And right. uh, Angier's reading everything up until he leaves for Colorado. Yeah. So that's okay. kind of how the, the movie plays. It's showing yeah. that point of view. So I'm do not- you... I'm do you remember? Try. Yeah, 
you can do like the glossing over the major. I was going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be able to get through most of the movie in a very broad sense. But this is going to be I I like this movie, so I'm actually excited to go watch it again because it's been a minute and it's just a good movie. Yeah, it's just well written, well shot, well acted. It's just an all around really good movie. I mean, once you know the plot twist, it's there's no one say, unseeing it. I will say that. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. When I first, <laughs> yeah, spoilers for anyone who hasn't oh, yeah, seen yeah. the movie. Um, when I first watched this, it was so obvious to me that Fallon was wearing makeup or prosthetics the whole time. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? Like, well, why is he wearing a fake face? Right, and. It looked like Christian Bale, and I kept saying to myself, why is Christian Bale wearing makeup? And I was like, I guess it's the twin, but why isn't anyone else (laughs) noticing that? I think it was noticeable, and I don't know if it was on purpose, but like when I first watched it before, I knew what was going on. So like Mm -hmm. for a first watch, I just assumed... Oh, it's just they didn't do a great job in the movie making him like <laughs> yeah. look slightly different than his twin brother. Like, you know, slightly heavier build, um, beard yeah. and stuff like that. Like they just did a not great job in yes. getting them made up to look like. And he never different. like he hardly ever talks. I think he has like two words yes. that he ever says. Yeah. And that was another reason why I was like, well, it's obviously him. What? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if you go back and watch it, even knowing that fact, you can really appreciate uh, Christian Bale's acting because Mm -hmm. both twins have very distinct personalities. And both twins played each other at some point in the movie. Like, it was never just one twin staying in one character. And that's how the whole love. um, Exactly. And all all the feelings occurred between um, either twin. But anyway, yeah, so yeah, the, the prestige. So broad, broadly, it is about two competing magicians, um, one becoming absolutely obsessed with the other's trick. How did he possibly pull it off and having to one up each other? They have yeah. to because that's the only way they're going to make money. Plus, they have their pride and all that. And it's really the pride that drives it more than there success. is one like uh, instigating thing that happens do you remember what it was to drive the competition yeah to really start that well it's well wasn't it because one of them stole the other's trick Mm -mm. no it was uh angier's wife or girlfriend i'm not sure if they they were married but she uh went into the water tank and you know the the magician at that time yeah yeah, he picked out uh angier and uh, Borden from the crowd and they're supposed to come up these stage right. hands to like tie the knot. Yes. And they, they were both plants. <clears throat> exactly. Yes. Yeah. And, and he never forgave him because he she wasn't sure what kind of, yeah, he wasn't yeah. sure what kind of knot he, he tied because yes. he kept talking about trying this new knot because it looks like he's going to, sl- she's going to slip out of the knot and fall to the stage. Right. On her way into the tank. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. I remember that. And that's towards, towards the beginning. Yes, exactly. Right. It's like one of the first things that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Tragic accident occurs. They have a falling out mm-hmm. um, and go on their way. And then once they find out or once Angier finds out about uh, uh, Gordon's 
yeah uh, Borden, act. yeah he starts yeah. doing an act he starts watching him mm-hmm. yeah and then once the one up them yes and that's when things start to go back and forth between them yes and they so the trick that they're trying to one up each other on is the disappearing man where um i think borden's the first one that di- does it and uh-huh. he um bounces a ball starts he's on one side of the stage He's bouncing a ball, bouncing, and then he bounces it across the stage, goes into a door, um, and then across the stage, pops out of that's another door on the other side of the stage and catches the ball. Yes. I think that was like the first iteration of it. And then yes. it just slowly gets more complicated. Um, more ways to just prove like there's absolutely no way that the same person could get to the other side without magic. Like, right. How could the trick possibly occur? And Angier sees this. He's in the crowd watching it um, and is amazed by it. And then this obsession starts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Before that, there's two small things that happen. I mean, not small, but uh, the first act that Borden does is a bullet catch. And uh, Angier comes to that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's he gets selected and he's up on the stage. And he wants to because he's trying to kill Borden for real. He, he, yeah, he asks him. He's like, "What knot did you tie?" Yeah, and he says, "I don't know." Yeah, and then he closes his eyes and shoots. But Fallon moves the gun just enough to yes. shoot the fingers off of uh, Borden's left hand. Yeah, not all of them though. Yeah, like the, his what, index, the ring finger, the ring finger, oh, and the pinky, ring finger and pinky. Yeah, mm-hmm. so an accident occurs, um, and. Then, yeah, later. Yeah, and then Angier starts to try his magic act. And yes, similar and situation. Borden comes up on stage and ruins the set. Yes. Yeah. So they have this back and forth. Like they're both trying to become successful magicians. That's what they yeah. know. Yeah. They're trying to develop their own singular acts. Um, Angier, at some point, he enlists or hires Scarjo to be his stage assistant. Mm-hmm. Um. And this is where a lot of it gets fuzzy. So again, this is just going to be like broad, <laughs> like that they do a lot. There's quite a bit of back and forth showing them developing tricks, trying different yeah. tricks. Once the disappearing man comes into play. So it really is about how do I do this trick too? Yeah. So Angier argues with Cutter, who is Michael Caine's character about like, how is he doing it? How is he doing this? And Cutter's like, he's using a double. Yeah. It's like, it's easy. He's using a double. It's the simplest he's like, way no. to do it. That looks, it's it's him. It's the same man. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Angier, it's like, we got to do the same trick. Right. And then uh, Cutter's like, okay, give me a few weeks and I'll find somebody. So he does, with the help of ScarJo, he finds this guy named Root. Yes, that he's going to use as being a double. Mm-hmm. Right. Except he's a, he's like a stage actor. Yeah. Um, very eccentric, a uh, drunk. Yes, um, very drunk. And it's basically, <laughs> it is Hugh Jackman acting um, with like, <laughs> yeah. I think maybe some prosthetic teeth. Yeah. Um, his nose is a little pointier. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, give and Cutter's like, give me a couple of days or whatever and I'll have him up and running. And um, and that's what happens is he, there's a final reveal where he's dressed up just like Angier, got the haircut, looking exactly like him. And Angier's like, oh, this could work. This could work. and. Um, so that's how they do the trick is with a double. 
Yes. And it works for a while. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think Angier's thing was throwing the hat. Yeah. He threw so, the hat across the stage and then the double instead would of, catch yeah, it. Yeah, catches it. And I think he called it the real transported man. Transported yeah. man or whatever instead of um and just a, another jab. But I mean, most of this movie it really is just like kind of going back and forth. There's a long it's not necessarily a montage, but there's a long chunk of it that's basically Okay, how do we do this better? Okay, how do we do this better? Yeah. And Borden comes up with the next level for it. And I don't remember what it was, though. Well, it, yes and no. Um, there are aspects of this, like Angier starts following him, Borden, and then he finds out that he has a family. He has a wife now. Yeah. And a kid. Yeah, yeah. That bothers him. Yes, and, because um, he has the things that. He missed out on because he believes that, you know, it was his fault that his wife died. And then he tries to get uh, ScarJo to go spy on him to learn how he does his trick. That's right. Okay, And then um, she gets hired on by Borden to be Mm -hmm. an assistant, which I don't remember um, if down the road it's revealed like he knew all along that she was spying on him. As Um, as soon as she gets there, they cut out. The tail end of the scene and reveal that later basically right but as yeah. soon as she arrives he learns yes i think she even spills the beans like she offers yeah. up the information freely that i was actually yeah. sent here to spy yeah. instead i'll just I'm, i want to work with you yeah and so yeah like you said spoiler alert this also le- <laughs> that like sets up this whole the twins falling for essentially each other's girls um mm-hmm for ScarJo and for Borden's Alfred's um, wife. And um, I can't remember if it's like jealous uh, it ever has jealousy between the two, but, really, it, but it just drives them mad because it's they not have, anything really as far as jealousy or anything animosity yeah. between the tw- twins. It's just that each twin has their own taste. And yes, like when they're trying to act with the, the other right. twins significant other, they just yes. can't, they can't bring that love forward. They're like, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. really love you, but I'm saying I love you. And then they, right. the wife realizes that yes. and she says, like, you don't love me today. Like, it's clear. Yes. And it drives and her things, mad. <laughs> yeah. And these are things that are kind of, they're happening. And if yeah. you were really keen, like if you were watching this with suspicion from the beginning, being like, there's got to be some major twist to this movie. Maybe if you were really keen to the story and watching everything, maybe you might pick up on like, oh. Yeah. Oh, they're trying to get the audience to guess this is two different people yeah. living two different lives. But yes, yeah, I knew it wasn't like jealousy. I said that, but it really is just that they're both kind of driven crazy because they have to lead two lives loving two different women that yeah, they can't this, be with all the time. Exactly. They're trying to be one person, but yeah. they're literally two different people. <laughs> and if they, Because if they did ever give it up, then their careers and all the things that they've been mm-hmm. working for would... Um, no longer work for nothing yeah right. it, it just wouldn't work right so um at some point and i can't remember why or how i think angier um is obsessed with figuring out how to do the transported man better right so um, ScarJo, um she tells borden about like where she can he can find root 
more or less. Oh, and okay. Gordon yeah, goes yeah. and talks to Root. So it gets revealed. Yeah, and he's like, why haven't you been asking for more money? You have all the power yep. in this situation. And then he finally does, and there is one situation during the transported man where he like doesn't go up immediately. Yep. And he ruins the trick. Yeah, the hat falls, he opens it up, and, he, and, and then he like, like picks it up, he's like, finger. he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. and Oops. the crowd laughs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the other time, the final time, is when Borden actually takes his place. Yes. And there isn't anything to cushion his fall when he Correct. drops and the Correct, and he door. hurts his leg. Yeah, he breaks his, his leg. leg. Breaks yeah. His leg. yeah. Yeah, because the whole thing is, it's two doorways standing alone on either side of the stage with a trap door behind them. So yeah. all they do is they step through the door, trap door drops so that yeah. you get off the stage, yeah. and then the other person raises up. And then, yeah, exactly. you're right. I remember. Okay, yeah. And that's what created the falling out, and he's basically fired, right? Yeah, so... uh they can't he can't do the transported man anymore uh, a little yeah. earlier he sees he goes to this uh convention with tesla and Correct. tesla's machine is showing and borden was there too the only thing i don't remember is if that happens right before the first transported man with borden anyway yeah but oh, okay. uh angier after that fall that breaks his leg yeah he finds fallon because Fallon's following him. Right. And he traps Fallon. Then they bury him. And oh, Borden comes yeah, yeah, looking okay, for I remember him. that. Yep. He's like, where is he? He's like, give me the code. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot that happens here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, ScarJo has been with Borden for a while. Right. To figure out if she's actually doing her job. Uh, Angier goes to find her. Yes. And when he does, he's like, how do I know that you're still loyal to me? So she's like, here, here's his diary. Right. And he takes a diary, but it's coded. It needs yes. a cipher. So after he buries Fallon, uh, in order to release him, he says, I want to know the cipher. Yeah. So uh, Borden writes it down, hands it to him. The cipher is Tesla. Uh, and he's okay. like, what does this mean? And he's like, the word is the method. It's like yeah. he used Tesla to do the transported man. So he tells him where Fallon is and she's like, is he alive? It's yeah. like, like you gotta, he dig. digs him out. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, yeah. that's when he goes to Colorado Springs. Okay. Yes. To find yes. Tesla. Yeah. So he goes, um, and through this whole time, I mean, Borden's making just enough money to get by. Yeah. Like, and every because every step of the way through this whole battle, like they're being their own worst enemies, right? They're Borden is being held down by Angier. Um, and so he's not as success, as successful as he could be. And Angier is being held down by his own obsession yes. because he just cannot let go of he's, beating Borden and making Borden's life correct. miserable. It's like Borden is the better magician, but yes, Angier is the better showman. Correct. And, and so Andrew yeah. ends up being more successful. Yes. Um, and having more money. And he basically spends every last dime investing in this venture to go to Tesla mm -hmm. and the subsequent project afterward. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes to Tesla. Um, I don't remember everything that transpires with him. Tesla shows him a machine and he, he builds it for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He tells him what he wants and 
and he says like come back or wait or it'll take this many mm-hmm. months or whatever and then eventually he comes back and he does show him the machine which is this big octagonal maybe or just a big circle <laughs> it's 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 in a box well it, okay so it starts out with him uh standing in like a cage a circle yes in the middle of a yeah. cage and it's got all the tesla um yeah big yeah, giant not, tesla not coils, coil above but it. like the the balls on the top of the yeah, coils right and there's all this electricity and makes flash and looks like nothing happens but exactly. it actually copies whatever's in there Yes, it copies it to a certain spot. Yes. Like um, he thought it wasn't working mm-hmm. until at one point, I think, I think it's Andrew that sees it. Like he's in frustration. He's outside of the facility and he stumbles across the field right. of the hats, right? The hats aren't working. So they decide to try a different material. So they use a cat. Yes. And he hears the cat. After the cat is done in the machine, the cat runs outside. Yeah and like leaves and then you hear the cat start hissing and and leaves following the cat sounds and you realize there are two cats fighting it's the same cat it's the same cat. yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's when he finds all the hats yeah i was gonna say and there's like a pile of hats because Mm -hmm. they've done this test a million times yes and i think finally does it show him going at once at the facility but that, it doesn't but it doesn't show the result mm-mm. or is okay the only time that they show it is when he has, he reveals it on stage the only time they show the result of it is in the very end but like the first time he does it is what i'm yeah. saying they show his trick of course later yes um, but you don't realize how he's like how do you, you do can it? make an you can make an assumption well, of yeah, what yeah. he's doing you just assume that because it didn't work um, that there must be some trick to it yeah. when you see it on stage for the first time. But on stage, yeah, he stands in the middle of it. A trap door is released mm-hmm. in the center of the machine. And then I think the first time he reappears behind the crowd. Oh, yeah, the audience, yeah. The audience. So he stands in it like this is the true transported man or whatever and then does it. And this is after a long time. Like he had been gone for a long time and then he reopens a show. And it's like his final yeah, run. Limited series. Yeah. Final. Limited series of shows. Yeah. Um, he doesn't want Cutter behind the stage. He wants him to do front of house. Yes. Calling yeah. all his favors, make everything come. And yeah. uh, he uses blind men to set it up. Correct. And take it down. Trains them and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, he's spent like all of his money essentially investing into this, like Tesla, the machine. Yep. He's poured everything into it. Um, and then, yeah. Um, a scene happens where he steps into it, the electricity is going everywhere. And for what we, the audience watching this, know, it's snap, he just disappears and somehow reappears behind the crowd. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember the transition. I think like everyone is amazed. And of course, like it's, it's a hit. Yeah. You see a lot of, uh, so. Uh, Borden goes to watch it one time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I remember this. And then he's arguing with Fallon about like, how does he we, do it? Yeah. He, there's a trap door. What does that have to do with like, why is it a limited run? Why right. is he so popular? Like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, why yeah. can't you figure this out? <laughs> yes. Because Fallon is cutter to yeah, exactly. He's um, on Alfred. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, and he, so he gets frustrated. Um, and then I think at some point, this is where, like you said, um, spoiler alerts in the beginning, 
he ends up underneath the stage. Yes. Trying to, so he sneaks backstage as during one of his shows. Um, and he notices all the blind men, you know, that are running yeah, the yeah, show yeah. back there, sneaks past them. And he's right underneath the stage as the trick is about to climax. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a trap door does open. Yep. And and he falls um, into a water tank. Angier falls into that uh, water tank that closes and locks uh-huh. into. I think this is the this is one part that I do forget. I don't know if it's Fallon or Alfred, which one actually gets convicted and sent to jail. It's the one that loves ScarJo. That's uh, yeah. I Alfred. mean, like you don't know which one. They're both named Alfred yeah, yeah, or yeah. Fallon. So oh. It's yeah. really just about the personality and who they love. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But there's a whole thing about it. Like one of them is the father to that child. And I think they, I think it's the opposite. It's like the one that's allowed to stay out of jail is <laughs> the one that is the father, but is not in love with the mother or something the mother, like that. The mother ends up actually killing herself. Oh, I don't, really, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she hangs herself because I think the assumption is that she figured out that he had a twin, Uh-oh. but they would not confess to that. Like they wouldn't tell her that that's true. He never yeah, only revealed she the know like she knows it's true, but like no one was saying it is. Yeah. And I mean that drove her insane. Okay, like, she just could not live that way, and she wanted him to tell her, but she would like he wouldn't. Right. Okay. Well, so again, okay. yeah. S- snap back to yeah. So he sees Angier in the tank, who he believes is Angier, um, and he's like, "Oh my god! Like it's locked. You're not getting out of there. You're drowning." And he tries to save him. He drowns. Um, he's a dead body, and he gets discovered. Yeah. And again, yeah, like you said, eventually accused for Angier's murder. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a limited run. And, exactly. Right. Um, and I think at his trial. Or maybe at his sentencing, um, Angier reveals that he's still alive. So, right? There's this uh, scene. There are a couple of scenes, actually. Yeah. Where there's this guy who's trying to get a hold of the prestige materials before they're destroyed. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, trying and to buy all of the, all yeah, of the stuff works, that's in there. Right. He works for this man named Lord Caldlow. Yes. And he's doing all of his business for him. Correct. And he talks to Cutter. And he's like, look, this is what he's buying everything. Yes. And it needs to be delivered here, blah, blah, blah. And he also meets with Borden for the, he wants to have all of his like tricks before he's hanged. Before he's, yes. Yeah. And because he thinks this is one of the ways that he's going to actually attain the secret right. to Borden's trick. Even though right. he's gone out, out of, like the obsession is so deep. Um, he's gone out of his way to make the transported man for what we see as real. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And like <laughs> it's actual magic and making a duplicate human. Um, I know. <laughs> and all of that, but he still cannot give up on finding out how Borden did it. Um, uh. So he wants all of his tricks um, to buy them from him. Um, but there is a point in which he sees Angier, right? Yes, because he won't give up the prestige. He'll only give up the pledge and the turn for all of his okay. tricks. And he said, yeah, yeah. in order to get the prestige, I want to see Jess 
is Jess, uh, I don't know if it's revealed like during conversation, but Jess is adopted by Lord Caldlow. Oh, uh, okay. And he wants to see his daughter. Well, yeah. he And he wants to see Lord Caldlow because he won't give right. up the, the okay. prestige without meeting him. Yes, okay. And that's whenever that happens. And that's when he sees him. And he's like, I don't know what you've done. But like, yeah. I, I watched you die and I pulled right. your body from the tank. Right. Yeah. And we don't know which one this is. We don't know which Borden this is. So, um, yeah, that's revealed after this. Um, during the end. Right. Right. But he does see him. And doesn't he like pick up his daughter? I don't know. I can picture the scene where yeah, yeah, they yeah. see each other and see he's that? like, what have you done? What have you done? Yeah. And, and uh, he brings the daughter to the prison to see Borden. Yes. And, yeah. And she's like, well, she'll be well taken care of, of course. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. But uh, after this scene, Fallon comes to visit Borden for the last time. Correct. And. Uh, well, he, you don't know which one it is. You don't. You don't <laughs> you know, know right? it, like, like which Fallon brother is, is visiting the one with who. The makeup, the makeup yeah. On. So. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. But there is a way to tell because of the wearing the whole gloves all the time. Mm. They they both had to cut their fingers off. Yep. I remember. OK. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I literally. The, as I gloves, was, the gloves are mentioned, though. Like that is yes. the thing earlier that Scarface says that yeah. you wear padded gloves. You shouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, you should show everyone that. Yeah, you only have three right. fingers, really. Okay, yeah, but I do. Rem- uh, literally, as I was saying, like, oh yeah, the gloves. <laughs> I remembered. Oh yeah, and they during the whole reveal, like, yeah. there's a, there's basically how did all of this happen? Yeah, um, yeah. Towards the end of the movie, um, and it's a they go back in time, and basically, I think it's what. Oh, it's whenever he's re- reading his diary, right? So. Engineer. Cutter Cutter has to transport the the machine and to discovers his theater. Yes, and Angier meets him there. Yes, they move the machine to the end, and that's when Angier tells. Uh, that's when Cutter tells Angier, basically uh, an amended quote from earlier in the movie. Right when he talks about drowning, he says yeah. that man who drowned, he said it was agony, and he walks right. away. And so that makes Angier pause and look at all of the tanks. That all are of the in tanks there. that are in there. And it's, you don't, as audience, you don't see what's in them. No, because they knowing the movie, you know, right. What it is. You know what it is. It's because that's how he was doing the trick. It's just every night he was just, he would drown making, himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, so he's in there, but then Borden arrives and shoots him before he even starts talking to him. Angier. Yeah, he shoots Angier. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he eventually yeah. gets and his Angier daughter realizes back. A twin. Oh my god. Yes. And they have the whole conversation between each other about what had happened. Yes. And, okay. Uh, and that's when all this is revealed. Yeah. And Cutter Cutter yeah. gets the daughter back for him. Right. Right. Because he yeah. realizes Angier has been the real bad yeah, guy real all along, <laughs> and all Borden really was is just. A magician who had a trick mm-hmm. and he happened to have a twin brother. Yeah, he yeah. did some bad things because he lied to the people that they loved. But yeah, he made uh, a but, stupid mistake with the the knots. Yes. Yeah. Right. It was a mistake. He never meant to and like all this stuff. But yes, yeah, so during this the reveal, it shows everything from that other perspective. And like you said, like it shows them uh, there's a brief clip of the whole having to 
cut the fingers off and ooh, yeah and swapping having to constantly put on and take off the makeup um mm-hmm. and putting on the beard and and that's just how they did the trick like all along just as cutter said and gave him the simplest explanation of it's just a double like he's just using a double mm-hmm. that was the actual trick the whole yep, time the whole time the whole time and he I just mean, wouldn't let it go <laughs> like the amount of obsession you have to have just to be like oh yeah it was just a double that's one of the good things about this movie though is yeah. like it's so it's so well acted and it's revealed so well and it's a good enough twist that like you you end up feeling bad for both sides like Angier was obsessed for absolutely no reason and ruined all these people's lives and then you feel bad for Borden who had his life ruined and the mistakes he made yeah, yeah. I think that might be why they made it look so simple to figure out as far as like his makeup yeah for the audience and be like it's just him it's a twin yeah but this character angier is so obsessed he can't see it (laughs) he can't see it (laughs) right yeah Yeah, like it blinds him so much yeah because if it were a more complicated or more um not superstitious um supernatural explanation for it then i think it would have detracted from the overall feel of this movie because it was already supernatural enough that like you find out oh my god this machine somehow made a duplicate human Mm -hmm. um made a clone but if they added more on top of that then it it wouldn't have this movie wouldn't have felt as grounded as it did yeah 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 it's just it's literally just a copy that's all it does that's it nothing more than that yeah and angier twisted it to like create a copy but also kill himself yeah so there could only be one version of him alive at any time. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, if you wanted to like think about it and think of like the science fiction aspect of it, it'd be like, okay, so does it makes a copy where it's a direct copy that has all the memories and feelings mm-hmm. and you, and then there's no lapse in memory or judgment. So you let the door drop, you know, you're about to kill yourself. Yeah. Um, but as soon as, the machine works your consciousness is already at another body um type thing or if they were still around <laughs> would they both have their own consciousness um, yeah it's yeah. a lot there but right. uh i i think also going back to the simplicity of his makeup i think it also is there so that you as an audience identify more with borden yes so you don't like think of borden as the villain Cause at some point he does get you to think like, Oh yeah, Borden did was kind of responsible. Right. Like, and never tells him for killing you know. his wife. Yeah. So you're kind of with Angier for a lot of it. You until are. You're not. Yeah. You, until <laughs> yeah. you're not until that there's a turn until the yeah. turn. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> yeah. turn. <laughs> yeah. And then the prestige. Right. Exactly. Like, that th- <laughs> and that's, I think that's was one of Christopher Nolan's like, he was trying to do that with this movie. If I remember reading that is like, that's how the movie is told. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. The story of the movie is told is through this, the stages of a magic trick, magic trick, which is, I mean, it's just super smart. Yeah. 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 But I mean, that's basically it. And that's the end of the movie, right? Um, yeah. Um, and Fallon walks away w- with his daughter or Alfred's daughter, you know, mm-hmm. and, Michael Caine, you know, was helping she, do it. The daughter thinks that he was hanged. And like, that's what he said before she left. He's like, are you watching closely? And then, yeah, 
like and then right he after gets that hung. he reappears he's alive yes yeah <laughs> so, for all she knows because yeah, for all yeah. she knows she has no idea that yes a twin, but right as a twin but yeah one of them dies and that's the thing is again i does it tell you which one does officially i mean no but you can assume that it's the one that loves scar joe and yeah yeah there's an assumption like when you watch it if you're trying to pay, pay attention to it I think the whole thing about it is like one of them is making a sacrifice. Like I'll be the one to die so that you can be with your daughter, your <laughs> yeah, actual daughter. He says, now you live for both of us. Yeah. Live a full uh, life. That's, oh, that's what it was. Okay. So like one of them was with, oh, and it's the actress that we said that we uh, would be really good in a remake of what movie was it? The Shining. Oh, Rebecca Hall. Yeah. Rebecca Hall is his wife. Yeah. Um, yeah, so one of them starts out with Rebecca Hall. Yeah, Sarah loving her, her mm-hmm. making a baby. Um, Sarah, you said right, making a baby, making a baby. And then ScarJo is introduced, and, and the, the person that was twin. with Sarah, you know, affair like falls for ScarJo, and from afar, his brother was in love with his brother's wife, Sarah. I think that's like the bridge that's uh, created. Uh, I don't think it's that complicated. No, I mean, I thought that's how it ends up working out. Simply that one brother falls in love with Sarah. The other brother falls in love with ScarJo. And but because they have to play the same man, they end up spending time with both. Yeah. So the one that's like in love with Sarah sometimes will be Fallon. Well, the well, other know, yeah, brother yeah. is with Sarah and he's like, I don't love you. Well, yeah, I know. But I th- yeah. I thought that it was like, so say Alfred's with Sarah. um, Ends up falling for ScarJo. What, what was her name in the movie? <laughs> I would keep calling her ScarJo. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's uh, <laughs> Olivia. Oh, yeah. He falls for Olivia and Fallon falls for Sarah. um, And so by the end of it, Alfred is the one with a with the daughter and should be the one I think that Fallon because Sarah's already dead is okay with being the one that dies, like going to jail and being hung so that Alfred could end up with his actual daughter. Pretty sure. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it really closely, but I thought <laughs> yeah, that was the whole uh, yeah. thing is like, there's a, the, I don't think they fall like, for the opposite girl at the end when he's revealing who he is, he says to Andrew, he's like, I'm the one that loves Sarah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But. <laughs> but, I mean, I like where you're going with that. It's just like the movie, like, really. But, yeah, it does make you. The love, the love yeah, triangle. And it does but, make you, like, yeah, the whole point is, like, the movie kind of just makes you, like, look at it and be like, who is this? And, and to feel the gravity that one of them has to decide that they're going to die for the other to live and and raise but also like the one his that, daughter the one that went back to the theater to try and figure out how he was doing the real transported man is the one that ends up in in jail like the one that just can't yeah. let it go is the one that ends up in jail and gets yeah. hung so it's not really their choice it's yeah. just the one that couldn't let it go yeah um but yeah that's the prestige everyone yeah <laughs> it's a complex movie because of that but there is a good third of it in the middle that's pretty yeah. linear. Like it's just yeah, yeah. them developing their rivalry, 
developing the tricks. It's um, in maybe even more than a third because the very beginning is not too convoluted. Like you said, it has Michael Caine doing that monologue and showing yeah. what happens. But for the most part, it's that final third where things get a little crazy and Jir gets hyper obsessed. Um, and then the big reveal, the prestige the mm-hmm. of the trick um, of the whole movie. Yeah, it's excellent. It's weird in that way that like Angier was truly obsessed and he lived yeah. as long as he did and he got away with a lot. Whereas the one time that Borden is obsessed, he gets caught immediately. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. He falls into a trap. No wonder. I don't remember. Is it for sure? Well, I'll watch it. But like yeah, I, was, I was just thinking, like, is it for sure that Angier is dead, dead? Or do you think that there's another, there's a copy? Yeah, exactly. Is there, was there a copy around? Did he make like an insurance copy? Right, exactly. <laughs> He's like, okay, I mean, you stay in this room for a while. Yeah, I mean. While I live my life. <laughs> yeah, like always have a backup, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, That's yeah. really funny to think about. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think if I remember right, the movie basically it's just, made to tell you that when he gets shot, he's dead. I and just need a friend. Right. <laughs> so yeah. a copy. I, just need, I just need myself. I just need myself to live with for yeah. a while. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's he'll, prestige. He'll understand my obsession. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Lish has seen this, so I think she'll really like it just because of the suspense. and. Yeah. Um. Man, yeah, I'm excited to watch this. It's just a good, it's an impactful movie. Like, I mean, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Like, it's kind of hard to go watch any of his movies yeah. and walk away not feeling impacted in one way or another. It's um, really funny to think about how, like, Batman Begins, I think, was right before this movie came out. Yes. And then <laughs> watching <laughs> watching Christian Bale and Michael Caine come back together. Yeah. But totally play different people. It Michael Caine. It's like the actors or something. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like he likes working with certain people yeah i mean and watching this i don't know if you could really i can't really picture anybody else in the roles um i'm sure there are people that could have pulled it off but i like hugh jackman as an actor yeah. and i mean he's great in this yeah, he's, he he's good as a like maniacal obsessed person who will do anything Include including killing himself every night just to just, <laughs> yeah, just to, to say I win revenge yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. just say I win and you suck and all that yeah. yeah it's crazy but yeah no that's it okay well I'm gonna go watch the movie and uh, in the meantime anyone in the audience could let us know if this happens to be a serial killer trait but have you ever wanted to be so deep into someone's psyche? that you'd write an entire diary, have some trick someone into delivering it to them for you just for them to realize at the end of the diary that it was all a ploy to get them to read it um, and they knew all along. Today, Olivia proves her love for me to you, Angier. Yes, Angier. She gave you this notebook at my request. And yes, Tesla is merely the key to my diary. Not to my trick. Did you really think I'd part with my secret so easily after so much? Goodbye, Angier. May you find solace for your thwarted ambition back in your American home. Hello! So Uh did you watch the film?
I did watch the film. Yeah, Alicia and I both watched it together. What'd you think? It is really complicated to retell. (laughs) (laughs) So right off the bat, I kind of realized, oh, crap. And I mean, it took, you know, the first 10 minutes. Um, But yeah, like you realize they do the back and forth between the future and um, the past a lot through the whole movie. And in my head, when I was retelling it earlier or trying to remember it, it was a bit more linear. Like the future parts happened later, you know, it just like is a time jump. And then they do a little bit of return to the past just as they're going through the diaries. But no, they just, it's, it goes back and forth all and all the way until the end. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and so there's unless I I was just like a super fan and I happened to be watching this all the time, it would have been super hard for me to actually get a, a scene by scene retelling. Be like, OK, now it jumped back to this point. OK, now it goes back to this to explain this part. That would have I, been super hard. I would say other than the Batman series, Christopher Nolan movies tend to, you know, be plot ridiculous. I mean, yeah, but yeah. I mean. Like Memento and yeah, Prestige. I mean Memento, yeah, yeah. He he's really into that. Yeah, even Which, in, even Inception is a little all over the place. This isn't super hard to follow, except for if you're trying to figure out what's going. <laughs> well, <yeah>. Like like <laughs> try to, to figure out the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, or <laughs> like if you're watching it, I'm saying like you you can follow it and you know what's going on, unless you're. It does a good job of keeping you guessing, like what's act, like who's who's who, and yeah. like what's happening. Is he is this person actually dead? And um, it keeps you on the edge of your seat without mm-hmm. making it too confusing. Uh, he doesn't over-explain things like he has to in some of the other movies um, that he does, like Inception and Tenet. Um, Tenet. <laughs> Yeah, where, I mean, you wow. basically have to tell the audience this is what's happening, so don't get too lost. Yeah, um, here we go. Thing. <laughs> no, it was really good. I did realize, yeah, that's was my biggest mistake because I think I pretty much was able to kind of, I knew the movie, I knew the plot line, I knew the order in which, the chronological order in which things happened, but um, yeah, I messed up on actually being able to recall how the movie is laid out. So what did you think about the the twins relationships with their significant others. Okay. So I did figure it out. I paid attention. It, um, it was, uh, Alfred that lives. Yeah. Gets okay. to stay with his daughter. It's not. What's his face? Fallon. Okay. And I can't tell if he says Fallon <laughs> or is it Valen with a V Fallon it, with the Fallon. subtitles. It says Fallon Fallon with an F. Yeah. So, Fallon is the one because the final goodbye that they have to each other, Alfred's dressed up as Fallon. And so you think Alfred's been in jail, right? He doesn't have the makeup on, but really Alfred's been the one on the outside of the jail. And in their final goodbye, as Fallon's backing away and being returned to a cell, he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for everything. I'm sorry for Sarah. I never meant to hurt her. Yeah. So it was Fallon yeah, that was, was in the argument with her. He was the one um, that was on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, he said, I'm sorry, I couldn't let the trick go. So he's the one that got caught, you know, because he's his, the ingenue, the one trying to figure out the tricks. And 
And so he couldn't resist going to see him, even though Alfred told him, leave it alone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, did figure that out. And yeah, Fallon is the one that fell for what's her name? Scarjo. Scarjo. <laughs> Olivia. <laughs> Olivia. <laughs> Olivia. <Yeah>. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's the one that fell for Olivia. And Alfred was always in love with Sarah. Um, yeah, and every time. But you know, they could have just not complicated things and not just traded places all the time. <laughs> right. They could, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would have sucked for Fallon to basically never be himself. Um, and I guess that was the whole point is so that they could both be themselves at one point or another. Yeah. But like they could have just Sarah would have still been alive. It would have been a lot less complicated. And um, Olivia, maybe even though she would have fallen in love with Alfred or she fell in love with Fallon while he was supposed to be Alfred. Maybe nothing would have came of that. And so there would have been no no worries of an affair and. There's a, there's a lot to unpack and what they thought they would accomplish doing that their entire life, you know, stay committing to this trick where yeah. there's only one person and not ever telling his wife, Sarah, right. and like, just, and he, he could have told her clearly it created more problems than what it was worth Yeah, <laughs> in my eyes, because one of yeah. them died. Sarah killed right. herself. Exactly. Like they didn't make as much money as they could have made. Like no. Angie clearly made more money doing right. it. Because so, he's the sh better showman. And and he did technically like every step of the way, he did at one point one up Borden every time. Hmm. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. <laughs> they just yeah. committed to it so hard. And yet and he could have told Sarah, but I also understand like once he told her, she still would have never been able to trust him because True. she'd have to wonder like who's which who? one of you. Yeah, who is who right now? Um, could I be with the twin? Could I not be? So it's no matter what, it would have sucked, but at least she would have known. Yeah. Um, yeah. I imagine imagine they get. Uh, divorced or something and she moves on she gives away the secret to somebody yeah. else and it would ruin him i guess yeah that yeah. was what he's thinking i don't know i don't know and there's there's another part to this like not the love triangle but when olivia says you're hiding like your greatest asset like go mm -hmm. ahead and show the world that it's the same man coming out of the other side like i know you're not using a double because she doesn't know fallon's his twin yeah so she's like show everybody you don't use the padded gloves um once they do that they never show the significance of it what the like they did they don't even show a scene where he pops out of the closet without his fingers oh yeah, yeah. so like yeah. they never show the actual significance yeah, of it so so she like for the movie's sake they could have left that out and he could have stayed in gloves and if he had told sarah be like, well, you know, it's me because I only have three fingers on this right. hand. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and then, oh, okay, well, that's the easy. only the only thing for her that would, might give her pause is the fact that it was still bleeding. You know, like two days later, I think is what she yes. said. Why is it yeah, still yeah. bleeding? Because but, they you know. just chopped off the other <laughs> <Yeah>. guy's fingers. <laughs> yeah. So that, I mean, I feel like is the biggest part that I missed is basically just trying to remember that the flashbacks in back and forth through time 
occurs through the whole movie to piece together the story. Yeah. And he gets the Teslas pretty quick. Like it's less than halfway through the movie that he's already in Colorado Springs. Um, so that's a big chunk of time where he spends up there just trying mm-hmm. to secure it in reading Borden's uh, diary until the very end when he gets to the end of Borden's diary, realizing that, yeah, um, like he had nothing to do with this, and and he gets impatient, and, and then he goes to right. Tesla and confronts him. He's like, yeah, and Edison's place is burnt down, and or Edison yeah. burns Tesla's place down, and yeah. So I mean, but yeah, so I pretty much got it right, but that was it. Um, and it's an excellent movie, super good. Yeah, like it held up and. It's still great to watch because even though you know the twist, you know the real answers, it's still really fun to watch. Yeah. Um, as far as far as the characters for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The I characters, like, the turmoil they go through. I like Christian Bale in this movie. For yeah, that. me too. I I do like him more than uh, Hugh Jackman in the movie, rewatching it. But again, Hugh but Hugh Jackman is still a really good actor and he does sell the whole I'm obsessed, I'm going to get I'm going to see what the, where this obsession takes me, um, no matter what. And he does, and he gets killed for it. Unless uh, there's a double somewhere. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot that they, they could do with that whole plot. Yeah. The whole plot point. And I tried to uh, track how it would work. Like thinking, I think we talked about it before, but if his consciousness truly transplanted or split at that moment, but the uh, the copy uh, wouldn't know like there wasn't a mental connection, so they don't know which one is like, there's no way of them knowing what the other is thinking. Um, Cause he makes a comment. He he says a line at the end as he's dying and Borden's going through. It's like, you don't know if all you're the of man the in stuff the box that he did. Or the man exactly. Or the prestige. You don't know. Yeah. He said like it, I t- it took sacrifice. It took courage. I never knew if I was going to be the man in the box or the man at the prestige. Yeah. Which means like, I think it does, it's either, it told me that either the copy, if you're in the machine, either the copy is made somewhere else, or you get transported and the copy is on, left on stage. That's what it made me think of is like, did I get moved and I'm a part of the prestige or did I drown myself I was think I the man in the box or not I think it literally is just like a, a tree branch it's just like they all come from the same original mm. and every time he goes into the prestige the one that is actually standing there drops into the tank well it just makes an actual copy right yeah. at that moment yeah. so one person at the end has a memory of going in there and just being transported whereas right. cut, like the originals just die each yeah. time the originals die, but then the person that's at the prestige has to know I have to do this again. Like yes. he knows what he's doing. He's going to kill himself. Some, so it's crazy. But I mean, they, you could keep going and be like, I know, is, is he the same? Like, is he a lesser version? Is the yeah, exactly. copy get worse over time? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knows that that final scene where Angier is dying after he gets caught down below stage um, by Alfred is really good yeah because they both talk about their sacrifices um borden 
berates him saying like, you never had to work hard. You just stole tricks and that's it. And you never had to sacrifice anything um, like I did. And, and then that's whenever you finally get to see what the machine actually does. And he says, what do you mean? It's, I had to sacrifice everything. I had to have the courage to do what needed to be done to make this trick actually real. Yeah, it's good. That's a, like, I don't know if I noticed it or not when I watched it the first time or recently. Like, yeah. I'm not sure if Angie came for money or not and Borden didn't. I think he did, and that's why he he didn't feel the stresses of, of a lack of success as much mm-hmm. because there is the point in the movie where he's talking to um, his wife um, yeah. right before she dies, and she mentions something about where he's ran, running away from things. He changed his name and all that, and he said, well, I changed my name because I promised my family I wouldn't embarrass them with my theater um pursuits oh um, really i missed yeah. that yeah or i just like he came <laughs> i've seen it so he many came times. to a new place he ran away from home he came to a new place changed his name so that he wouldn't embarrass his family if he failed or whatever so i think he did come from money american money um so yeah yeah it's a great movie yeah. trying to think of anything else there's like I said, it is easy to follow as far as the back and forth through time. It's not overdone. The scenes are long enough that you're like, okay, I know where I am at. I'm in the future. I'm back with Tesla in the mountain and he's reading about the past. Um, and same thing with Borden. He's reading about him building the machine and, and going on these pursuits. And yeah. Yeah, it's good. And then you have uh, what's his face? Who helps Tesla? Uh, Andy Circus. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. When I saw him, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. He's like his assistant in this movie. Yeah. Andy Circus. He's just one of it the best good. character actors ever. Yeah. It was good to see him that, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's awesome. I mean, the whole thing is good. The one, <laughs> the one thing I'll say that really sucks is Scarto. <laughs> you know, like surprisingly. She was literally the character. I mean, she's just there to cause a distraction. Like that's yeah, that's right. the whole point of her in the movie, I guess. Yeah, maybe because, and and I'm not saying anything necessarily bad about her because she's a great actress. Like she's proven herself to be, a, you know, a fantastic actress. Um, um, but her accent is god awful. <laughs> um, and. She doesn't act really well in this movie. No, she doesn't have a just, lot to go off of, but she doesn't right. even um even during the reveal when she first go to goes to Borden and she's supposed to be telling him the truth and then it's a reveal that she expounds upon that truth saying mm-hmm. like I'm I was supposed to tell you this. She's supposed to be delivering it with like true remorse for Angier and all that and it doesn't really come across like I can't remember how early on in her career this movie is before she kind of took off with Iron Man and Marvel and then getting all these other big movies, but it's got to be close. I don't remember the first movie she was in, but I know I think she was in Eight Legged Freaks. And that was that spider movie. Yeah, yeah. early 2000s. And I want to say that was one of her first. 
Yeah. But this but, is only like six years later if it, yeah. if that movie came out in like 2000. So. Yeah. But she, I mean, thank goodness she eventually becomes a yeah. wonderful actress. Yeah, yeah, she she really is good. But in this movie, I did notice that I was like, I can't stand listening to her. That accent is horrible. <laughs> like if she you're going to do I mean, a fake. Yeah. She was in Lost in Translation. I, I still have yet to see that movie. Um, mm. I have not yeah, watched yeah. it. She was. And she's good in that. Um, I think that I don't know the plot of that movie and just the idea of Bill Murray and her. I don't know. I think that's right. what keeps me from watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it has to be a good dynamic. And I don't know if it's just like purely age difference. Like what's that movie? I just saw a clip of it. Um, George Clooney and Anna Kendrick up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That worked. And they, I mean, they weren't like a love interest no, at all through that movie, but their chemistry on screen together it was great. Um, and so that worked. Um, yeah, you should watch Lost in Translation. It's pretty good. I haven't watched yeah. it in a really long time. Yeah. Are they but love yeah. interests in that movie? I need to know. <laughs> Honestly, don't remember. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I haven't watched it since probably almost where it came out. That's really yeah. the only reason I haven't watched it. I don't know. It, it just, it's Just weird. didn't think it would work. The, the age difference and, yeah, I don't know. Right. Anyway. Well. Back to the anyway, prestige. Yeah. Um, the other thing about the prestige is versus the illusionist. Um, oh, this is just like the set quality, like the production quality. The prestige looks good. That's another thing. I, I don't know the source material material for the illusionist, but mm -hmm. you have like Scarlett Johansson in this with Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale. And then you have yeah. Jessica Biel with, um, Edward Norton. Norton. It just feel like it's almost a somebody read or saw the script of prestige or heard about it. It was like, well, there's a girl in it and there's mm -hmm. a guy and he's an, he's like a magician and the girls with the magician, right. I guess that's the plot. Let's put it together, guys, Let's make it. So right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They just saw the poster. Maybe. Yeah. They forgot about the second guy. I remember enough about the illusionist to just remember like watching this, just the production value was there set the set the clothes the um wasn't it, it about wasn't, him like trying to take like trying to convince there's even a, like Nikola there was a Tesla. love thing oh was there yeah see like <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like there was a kind of a romeo and juliet situation where the illusionist didn't have any money and he had to try and take her with him to the honestly yeah. I don't I don't remember that, it at all. I I've seen it once. Yeah, me too. One time in the theater. <laughs> yeah, one time. Yeah. <laughs> one time and it just was not as good as it nope. probably could have been and also being released at the wrong time. Exactly. Yeah, cuz I remember watching the Prestige in theater. So, yeah, that was good. And it was good. Yeah, but that's about it. Like I I I couldn't think of anything else that I necessarily got wrong or that I was totally off base on. Because again, I can remember, uh, you know, recalling it. I knew what happens front to back. Um, there was just no way I was going to actually piece together the scenes <laughs> in order. That would have been next to impossible. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on there. Like, I couldn't even do it now, even though I just watched it last night. It just does it too often to be able to say, like, okay, I think the next future scene is this. And then I think it goes back and tells you this. Yeah. Here's a good question. Do you think the... 
movie would have done well if it was all linear. It would have been less exciting because the the return to the future gave you something to look forward to when they went back to the past to give the inspiration for it. Like for the to events. To keep you watching. Like yes, the to fact keep that, you engaged. The fact that yeah. Angier dies. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you like it wouldn't have been him, a blockbuster, quote unquote. It wouldn't appeal to all audiences if they didn't do that. Right. Like him reading about or showing that he's in Colorado, um, but then showing how he got the inspiration to go to Colorado because he had kidnapped. Um, what's his face? Fa- Fallon mm-hmm. and buried him and got the key um, to, to his cipher for the diary, which led him to think, oh, of course, he got yeah. this from Tesla. The, the diary reads wouldn't have worked. Right. Uh, if they did it linear, because you just see them looking at the book and then you be like, OK, surely he's going to get to the point where. <laughs> Correct. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, and so it does. It keeps you actively engaged like, oh, my gosh, what is he doing there? Oh, we're about to see the choices that he made from the mm-hmm. other person's perspective to get him there. And yeah, so on and so forth. So it really did line up well. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been more, more like a, um, like an indie film if they did it linearly. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pivotal point in the plot that shifts everything towards a more sinister tone is when he Angier gets his leg hurt. Yeah, um, it's a very quick sequence. Like it's a quick reveal that, um. What's her Olivia actually was told Borden the truth, truth and said, like, no, I actually <laughs> the hate true, him. true, the, the true, true, <laughs> <laughs> the true, true. Um, what is that from? Cloud, At- Cloud, the Cloud Atlas? Atlas. And then it was <laughs> Brick and Morty. Did it yeah. Again? yeah. The true, true. <laughs> um, she reveals that she actually hates him and I'm here to actually help you. Um, so she gives him the diary like this is all being told to Angier through his diaries like yes that's right I told her to do this and that's the reason you got this and I the Tesla had nothing to do with it but as he's telling him this it reveals that she's the one that led him to Brute and then um, he convinced Brute that hey you're not getting paid enough why don't you just leave him and then Mm -hmm. also gets him strung up on stage and replaces him and moves the sandbags and right yeah that whole scene it all happens real quick the way that it's told. But after he hurts his leg, he's hell bent on not only yeah. an obsession to figure out what the trick is, but an obsession to actually seek revenge. That seems pretty messed yeah. up, too. But I mean, yeah, because everything they do to each other is pretty messed up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> especially the bird in the cage and he flips the, the, the um, part of the top of the cage that makes yes. it retract and onto their fingers yeah he does that like Um, and it's after he hurts his leg that they kidnap fallon because they're like okay you hurt my leg you took away my double i can't do my trick anymore okay well i'm gonna find out how you actually do it the hard way i'm gonna kidnap your on on, um what is it called ingenue it's like ingenious is yeah yeah yeah, it's like i-n-g-e-n um ingenue 
yeah, we're going to kidnap them so that you give me the cipher to your diary because it is real. You gave me the diary for a reason. And then that sets them down the path of like they do evil things to each other mm-hmm. and almost kills his brother. Well, he didn't know it was his brother, but no. yeah, almost kills his brother. And that's the first right after that is the first big fight that um, Alfred and Sarah have at that dinner table, which you find out is because he was buried the whole time. Yes, he was buried the whole he time. Wanted and he wanted to was, celebrate being alive. <laughs> yes, but he's having to play it as Alfred, but they have their first big fight then on screen. So yeah, that scene, when that occurs, that really sets off the rest of the dark tone of the movie, the vengeance path in the third act, maybe of the movie. Yeah. I will say, I think I'll stick to my guns and say that they, I don't think either of them were really Alfred or either of them were Fallon. I don't think they actually went by either name. Just based on how they live their lives, I'm not sure. Oh, what you don't they think? Call- I don't think one, they like, actually had an assigned name. <laughs> not like, not like in the way that you think. Maybe they do. I don't know. <clears throat> well, if they when Alfred, did, if they did at one point, they might have gone by those names. But I feel like they've both been Borden enough that there's no, there's no obvious answer to who's who. Yeah, the only thing I could think of is. We were just talking about the burial scene where Fallon's that's, buried yeah. alive. He's screaming his name. Fallon, yeah. Fallon. You know, because yeah, he's like, the one that's supposed to be Fallon in that moment. That's the only reason. Right. Like, he's still even even in the threat of death. He's gonna, still going to stick to the, you know, the script, the script. Yeah. And call him Fallon. Right. But. uh, Yeah, it's crazy. It's a good movie. It is. I mean, it really is like. <laughs> I don't know how many times I, we've said that, but we're. <laughs> Even when we're trying to poke plot holes in this yeah. movie, they they aren't really big plot holes if Mm-mm. if holes at all. Really, it's just us trying to think of um, the possibilities of the plot. So there's it, it really is like a flawless movie in execution, acting, directing, um, everything. It's uh it's really hard to find a fault in it if you want. I mean. If you're listening to this now, then <laughs> you've listened to all these spoilers. But like anybody who goes to watch this movie, if you like the suspense thrillers with a mystery, like this yeah, is a good movie. It is a hit because you really are kept guessing until the end, um, which I do love that. I love movies that can actually pull that off where and it's not far fetched, you know, like the reveal sometimes is like. Oh, well, you didn't even show us any of that. How are we supposed to know? Yeah. The reveals almost all what we just watched. We just weren't paying close enough attention. Oh, you're watching closely. Exactly. Like, and he says, like, the audience doesn't really want to know. They want to be amazed. Yeah. 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 Um, The only thing that's a mystery in this movie is the amount of money Angier had and how much it cost <laughs> to make that machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, is he was successful for a while and you had know, no idea and, about the amount of time that passes? Like, how many shows was yeah. he doing before he had to shut down for a little bit? Um, but I imagine a lot. I, I, every time they come back to that scene, I'm just like, how much money do you have? Yeah. Like, and at that time, <laughs> the money goes a lot further. Um, 
you know, that time period. Right. Um, right. You have a yeah. million dollars. You, that money is going to go a long way. Um, and I also thought because of thinking that he probably had family money, I think at some point he probably tapped into it or had access to it. That helped him along the way. Did he have an American accent? No, I'm thinking. Yes. Angier. Eugene. Yeah. Yeah. So Through that's why thing. he says, um, I hope you find solace in your American home. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 We didn't see any kind of family reunion. He just no, went nothing. straight to Tesla. <laughs> yep. We went straight to Tesla. And, um, and at the end, you know, when he is Lord Caldlow, he has Kata. Yeah. And he has a lot, with. he does have a lot of money. Um, yeah. And it could be family money. It could be old earnings, but also new earnings. Like, yeah, I think that's new earnings. I was going to say when they sign up for the show, it's a hundred shows and they never show the actual value, but the guys like get rid of the Russian um, ballet. Like this is the show you're going to be running for a hundred shows. And these are the prices for the tickets. So it could have been some astronomical um, high society ticket price. After he does the real transport man, yeah, it's yeah with like very a thousand have a lot of money, yeah, with like a thousand tick a thousand people in the theater, um, it's a and lot. And then of you got to wonder what what show it was that Borden decided to go underneath the stage. Was it like number eighty? Did he wait till mm-hmm. the very last show? Yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah, so. yeah. How long did it take? And they never tell us. But no, yeah, enough. <laughs> yeah, and. That's another thing. This is stupid that I, I'm still poking at this. Uh, the end when he does the last transported man, you know, yeah, and he disappears. The guy with the light shines a light on where he's supposed to go, like he's supposed to appear from. Yes, but that doesn't happen. Was he on it? In on it? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You have the spotlight oh. that'll actually show where he comes back. Yeah, yeah. To direct the audience, be like, right, oh, right. by the way, look here. And there's no cue. I mean, maybe the cue was him actually saying, yes, saying something. Yeah. Standing up on the balcony and yeah. saying, like, man's reach it exceeds his imagination. imagination. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I do yeah. like at the very mm-hmm. end, it shows the character difference between the two. Because Alfred was ready to hang up the fight. Like he's told his brother. Yeah. Don't bother him anymore. We're done. You know, he's accomplished it. He, he made, he made the real thing. We can't figure it out. So just stop. We're done. Um, and Alfred had to have been the one that survived. Right. And shoots Hugh Jackman and sitting is standing over him because as Hugh Jackman says, like look around or something like that, when he's trying to like justify his means right. to the end and the things that he had done. Alfred says, like, no, I'm not looking. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Like, it's done and over with. This is what you did to me. This is how you failed. And I don't care to see your secret. Um, And it's not until the very, very end as the fire is illuminating all the tanks that the audience has shown that. But Alfred just walks by it. Like, he he never actually looks at the tank. Yeah. (laughs) But it just shows, like, like uh, you mentioned it whenever I was trying to recall it and we talked a bit about the movie. Like Borden's really, he might be a bad person because he treated the ones that he loved so poorly, but he's not like Angier. No. Like in the end, really, Borden was the one being 
it's like the difference between um like different levels of murder. He right. Jir was almost premeditated. He had a plan for this. And Borden was almost neglectful. Like he Right. Just, he just didn't realize yeah. what he was doing. Yeah, messed up with the knot. Um and he took it to his grave saying he didn't know which one it was. <laughs> yep. But and so dedicated to his acts that he let his wife commit suicide yeah. or like led to that. It pretty oh, much led to that. That was something I, I was going to say. It never explicitly says it. And this could just be conspiracy theory. What if every single time Angier asked Borden, which not he was asking the one that wasn't on stage. <laughs> time <and> not. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I really don't know. I, I really I don't know. There. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't there, man. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I thought about that when I was watching. It's like, because every time he asked him, he's like, you know, I, I rack my brain. I don't know which one I did and all that. And he says, I don't know. I don't know. Like, how could you not remember which not? Yeah. Um, I'm literally not the same man. <laughs> yeah. Literally, it was Fallon every time. And every time you've asked, I was Alfred. <laughs> and so <laughs> how am I supposed to know? He just yeah. gives up his act at that moment. He's like, look, I have yeah. a twin. He did some. I don't know what he did. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes sense because so say that's the truth. Say it was Fallon. Right. That was on stage yeah, that yeah. night and tied the knot. Um, he would feel so guilty that he wouldn't tell Alfred either because I'm sure Alfred um, had no intent of right. her dying, right? Neither one of them wanted her to die. So I'm sure out of guilt. Um, That's a, he can go even further and be like, maybe each twin had certain knowledge on knots. So one twin knew how to tie this mm, knot and the other twin mm -hmm. didn't know how to tie that knot. So he kept like being like, well, let's do this knot because I'm better at it than that one. Right, right. Yeah. 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 I thought about that while watching and I was like, it's totally like just out there and there's no way to confirm it. But I was like, no. What if that's why he keeps saying and he took it to his grave because Fallon's the one that died. And so he asks him one last time. And he says, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't ask Alfred as he's got the bullet wound. He doesn't say which not like which not did you die? Like he doesn't ask him again. What if he just always asked the wrong person? <laughs> Which is crazy to think, but it could work. Yeah. yeah. If Christopher <laughs> Nolan ever listens to this podcast, which, uh, good luck with that one. But yeah, if he ever does, please tell us. Please. The only, the only other thing I think I would say is like, imagine if Angie and Borden were women and they get each other's diaries and they're reading them trying to figure out like what kind of movie do you think it would end up being the same movie or would you think I, it'd be different i think it would be different just because like people the way that it works and people's skewed versions of what yeah exactly uh i don't know if it was written exactly the same way sure it'd probably be executed just as well with the same energy and all that but um I don't know if it would be as receptive by the audience, to be honest, which is kind of sad, but yeah. Maybe a modern take. It would have to be modern because if they did it as a time period piece like this one was. Yeah. Well, it doesn't work anyway. There were no. It, it, I mean, I, I'd say that as an absolute. I'm sure there were female magicians, but it was, you know, back in that time it was a man's world, you know, it's even more world. than it could be. Yeah. <laughs> so. It couldn't work as a time period piece back then. It would have to be something modern. Yeah. It'd be it'd be fun to see if they could yeah, remake would, this with a modern twist, though. I'd be interested. 
see how yeah. it play out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The same obsession and the same kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. Same motives same behind motives, everything. 100%. I think would make it for a good movie. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else for The Prestige? Nothing for The Prestige. Yeah, I wish I had more because I feel like this is just one of those masterpieces you could sit there and talk about all day long and have a three hour episode talking about literally (laughs) nothing. Like we, we just repeat. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I I was, I kept trying to bring up like different ways to show this movie. I just think about it all the time. (laughs) Yeah. hmm. It's just a joy. Like it is a movie that while it's not a comedy at all, no, there's almost no comedy in it. And it's a pure suspenseful drama and stuff like that. But it's, um, it's just impactful and watching it and just appreciating it is just a joy to participate in. But anyway, yeah. So uh, if anybody would like to get a hold of us, please do so. You can do it at um, by emailing us at moviememorypodcast at gmail.com. You could also follow us on social media. Right now we're on Instagram and Facebook at Movie Memories Podcast. Um, other than that, there's really not a special way we're going to lead into the outro for this one just please appreciate how well this movie buttons everything up every magic trick consists of three parts or acts the first part is called the pledge the magician shows you something ordinary the second act is called the turn the magician takes the ordinary something and makes it into something extraordinary But you wouldn't clap yet, because making something disappear isn't enough. You have to bring it back.